On this episode's intro segment with Grandma Belidi, I asked her if STDs were a thing when she was growing up. What about like uh, STIs or STDs? What's that? Sexually transmitted diseases or infections. Oh, well, was that commonplace back then? Did you hear a lot about no, that or is that taboo never, too? We never heard anything of that sort. Yeah. No. No, there was one thing uh, that, what was that? Uh, some, you know, there was one disease, yes, that's true, I heard about it. Later on, though, I never, we never talked about it in the house when I was young. My mother never discussed sex. Sure. It was out of the question. Uh, my, even my, my graduation in uh, elementary school, some of the kids would talk, uh, now we'll see Jacqueline with a, with a baby carriage, you know, they'd yeah, write a little, know. To do a little something, you know. Yeah. And my mother would say, you tear that page out. Yeah. <laughs> it was unbelievable how they were so strict about everything. Yeah. Welcome back to another episode of Behind the Counter. This week we are talking about STIs. STDs. Isn't it technically STIs now though? I think or they use both terms. I think it's interchangeable. Interchangeable, mm -hmm. okay. STIs, STDs, very uh, interesting topic for sure. And we have James, who is old news at this point, pharmacy here. <laughs> yes. And then Danielle Chowinski, who is a nurse and the founder of Libby's Choice, which is a nonprofit for colon cancer awareness, all of that good stuff, prevention. Um, so thank you, Danielle, for joining us today. Hi. And let's get started, I guess. So <laughs> there, what are, from your perspectives, what are the most common STDs and what's the difference between them, I guess? Well, we wanna make sure that we differentiate between viral and bacterial. So for sake of keeping it organized, because there are so many different sure. kinds, <laughs> um, we're gonna start off with viral. Okay. Um, so that's like HPV, um, that's like herpes. And the best way we can describe that is that viral means you'll always have it, um, but you can receive medications that help to control the symptoms that you'll be having. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, cool. that, that word uncurable mm -hmm. terrifies many people yeah. and yeah. obviously, um, just like HPV, um, herpes, also HIV, they're all sexually transmitted disease, and people feel like it's the end of their world, you know? Um, sure. Now, it, it, it's absolutely correct that we can't really cure it. However, there are definitely medications that we can use now to treat it so that people can still be safe from it. All right, so what are some common myths that you guys have heard about how you can actually contract these diseases. Obviously, mm -hmm. sexually transmitted, mm -hmm. so sex mm -hmm. would be the obvious yes. one, right? But I've heard, you know, tractors or sitting, sitting on a public a toilet. toilet. Yeah, 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 what yeah. are some myths that you guys have heard and what's legit and what's illegitimate? So those are all not legit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to burst that rumor bubble. Um, not legit, but anytime you are participating in a sexual act, you are putting yourself at risk for um, receiving so any sexual act, any, any sexual act, yes. Gotcha. Especially okay. if there is an outbreak, like he was talking about those symptoms that you could be having, um, like the blisters or anything that it, it's open wound or anything like that, that is how it's also gonna be tra transferred during your sexual activity. Okay, mm -hmm. so how I guess that's a good place to, for the ones that you mentioned, which are some of the more common ones, mm -hmm. how would you 
be able to tell or identify that you even have one? Or mm -hmm. what are some symptoms, I guess? Yeah, so those blisters we were talking about, kind of those growths that just don't look right. Um, and actually sometimes they can come and go because they're there in your body now permanently, it can show itself sometimes and okay. then not show itself sometimes. So if you see anything of the sort, even if you're questioning it, you should always go get it looked at mm -hmm. um, because it might not be that. But okay. most likely if it kind of looks like that gruesome that you kind of see on TV and on, on Instagram that people are making jokes about, <laughs> yeah. um, you probably want to go get it looked at. But could it be an ingrown hair or something else going on? Maybe, right? Sure. But you want to get it looked at and, and you want to get tested. Sure. Mm -hmm. A lot of times, Kind of no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's true. Yeah. Uh, like, personal experience. Well, not personal experience, but you know, yeah. people yeah. actually have come into the pharmacy, right, asking me questions, and they know the answer back of their head. Sure. They okay. just hope that I give them some different type of answer, and most of the time, I'm yeah. like, you gotta go. You know. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. if you have any doubt, most likely, it's definitely worth being tested for. And the one other thing I wanted to mention. Other than sexual activities for STDs, people can also get uh, done by needle sticks. Mm -hmm. mm. And um, it's common, obviously, around uh, drug users. Mm -hmm. Sure, uh, that's where HIV right. is, in, I mm -hmm. guess, right? Well, right, for yeah. multiple yeah. different routes. Yeah. But that's something that people don't realize. Sharing needles is definitely one way of contracting mm -hmm. it as well, mm -hmm. even though you don't have any sexual activity. Mm -hmm. So that's important as mm -hmm. well. Gotcha. And also, too, um, we had discussed a little bit earlier was uh, during pregnancy. So when right. um, a yes. woman is giving birth, it can be transferred to the baby. Right. Um, the which, is, are there any in particular that that applies to? Is that all of them, some of them, or the ones we've mentioned at least? Like are So HIV, definitely. Uh -huh. Herpes. Uh, herpes, yep. definitely. Um, I believe because HPV can have those blisters as well, um, that's also a way to transfer. Okay. So all, uh, most, almost all the viral mm -hmm. ones are definitely can be. Yeah. Um, but, and again. They found ways to, contr to help to absolutely. control that and reduce that and to treat the baby afterwards to prevent those things. Mm -hmm. But it's something you would never want to have to um, go through experiencing sure. and, and worry about. I of mean, course. there's so many other things to worry about when you're having a baby. It's one thing on your plate that you, c if you could avoid it, that, you know. So viral, incurable, bacterial, basically antibiotic, clear it up, is that how it goes? Yes, it's simply put, yes. Um, make sh as long as it was caught early uh, without much complication, a couple doses of antibiotic can cure most of the um, you know, common ones, chlamydia, mm -hmm. gonorrhea, syphilis, mm -hmm. and along that line. Mm -hmm. um, they can be treated, it's just a matter of really opening up, visiting the doctor, and actually mm -hmm. say, I might have a problem. Mm -hmm. Sure. You know, and just like even with the pregnancy as well, even for someone who is HIV positive, there is a way with correct, you know, using correct uh, medications that uh, their baby will not have any HIV, they will not mm -hmm. be HIV positive. But it's important to be open and honest. Exactly. And, and talking about that and have it a conversation because you, you need to know what to do, what steps to take. The doctor yeah. needs to know mm -hmm. what to do and what steps to take. Yeah, so. I mean, that's like <laughs> maybe the biggest goal of this show even is to just kind of talk bring awareness yeah. and yeah, mm -hmm. talk about it mm -hmm. so people yeah. are comfortable being transparent yeah. about these kinds yeah. of things. Um, of course, too, which we haven't spoke about is for women, um, vaginal discharge yes. is always going to be a possible sign of something going on. Mm -hmm. So whether okay. it's as simple as a yeast infection, which is not 
it's just an infection right, going right, on. Right. But if if it is persistent and mm -hmm. looks different, and I mean, any time that you're having anything like that anyway, if it's an, just a simple yeast infection, you should be seeing a doctor. So sure, sure. if something like that is going on too, I mean, women are able to see a little bit more signs that way, but also not because if it's happening on the inside, sure, no, you can't fair, see fair it, point. but you as men, you can. Right. So sure. there's kind of like these perks and things, but in the Damn end, men. if you see, <laughs> if you feel as though something's off, go, you always have to go with your gut. Sure. Something's not right. I don't feel the same. Something changed. I need to go talk with the doctor. No, that's good advice. That mm -hmm. makes a lot of sense. So you mentioned common, or just that word in general. So how common is common? How common are some of these things? So the CDC has said that I think it's about 540 people per 100,000 have chlamydia. So I looked up how many people are in MetLife Stadium, and <laughs> during a really busy football game, there's about... 80-something thousand Which is never people. too busy if it's the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> so you figure, give or take, there might be 500 people in that stadium that has chlamydia. Wow, okay, mm -hmm. interesting. And another question I've always had, we've talked about sores and like, you know, the different appearances. Oh, What's yes. the difference between, you know, if you have a cold sore versus herpes? Like I saw some statistic that like 80% of people actually have herpes, they just don't know it or it's, yeah. I, I mean, I'm totally making that number up right now. But, <laughs> I've heard that over the years and that it's just like a latent thing. Maybe it shows sometimes, maybe it doesn't. Mm -hmm. Is that true? Am I completely off base there? What's the difference between, you know, a herpes sore and a cold sore? Mm -hmm. Is it the same thing? No. So the way, the best way to actually describe, which is why people get confused too, right. I feel, is that when you're stressed and things like that, you can get a cold sore. If you're sick, you can get a cold sore. You can get a canker sore in your mouth if you're stressed. And herpes kind of acts the same way where an outbreak can happen when you're under stress or when you least expect it. So that's why I feel as though people get confused by them, but they are two different things. Okay, mm -hmm. gotcha. Yes, and at the same time, um, you can suspect possibly herpes virus. Um, if it's happening in the same spot every time, Mm. Um, it's also, generally, herpes virus tends to be around the mouth, not inside of the mouth. Um, the one that, that big white hole that people see when you get stressed yeah. or you don't get so to annoying. sleep. Yes. Those painful, are yeah. very yeah. painful, very annoying, but generally those are idiopathic. Mm -hmm. We don't know why you're really having it, but that's generally not related with STDs. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. gotcha, cool. All right, so obviously this is about transparency, and you guys mentioned a few times, you know, have the conversation. if you know, you feel in your gut there's something going on, bring it up to your doctor, mm -hmm. right? So what are some other ways um, or action steps people, if they suspect that they have an STD, what are some other action steps that people should take? So always want to make an appointment with your doctor. It could be for women, your gynecologist. It can be your primary doctor. I mean, people have even come up to you, it seems, and asked you questions. So Absolutely. really just to ask questions. Um, and then, of course, getting a test, whether mm -hmm. it's blood work or whether they're going to um, take a sample from the area and test it that way. You just want to you want to get tested, right? So always get tested. Always ask questions. Um, Prevention-wise, though, so you don't have to ask those questions and don't have to go get tested. Is obviously the first one is going to be abstinence, so not right. participating yes. in these activities. Um, if you are these with activities. These, <laughs> these activities, um, or you know, if you are in um, a monogamous relationship, remaining monogamous because sure. <laughs> you hear crazy stories that happen out there that they find out a loved one's cheated because oh my right. god, yeah, they they end up finding out that they have something, things like that. So always being honest with them too and talking about it, being open with your partner if you are positive for something, so they know their susceptibility and know that you guys have to be careful and be safe. Mm -hmm. um, and that goes down the line too of condoms right. and 
dental dams. And How effective are those at preventing STDs? So of course, if it breaks, you're now exposed. exposed. Yeah. yeah. But if you are using a condom and it remains intact, you're reducing your chance of getting it. Now, of course, if the outside of the area has um, an outbreak of some kind, right, 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 it right. can interfere and you can still. Of course, but if you use it properly, its chances are extremely, extremely low. At the same time, uh, as of right now, condom is probably the best way of mm -hmm. preventing any type of STDs. So it, it, it's just really, now there's different obviously, even with the pregnancy chances and STD of, you know, as uh, Danielle mentioned about what if condom breaks, you know, but a lot of those happens because of mistake, whether or not wearing properly mm -hmm. or not Putting wearing You're not being attentive Correct. either. Right, right, yeah, right. So yeah. as long as you use it correctly, mm -hmm. you can still enjoy safe sex. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sure, okay. Now of course, oral sex, people don't usually use a condom, so really refraining from that is sure. very important. They do especially for condoms as well. <laughs> right. Stranger danger. Kind yeah. Stranger danger. Yes. And even, you know, alcohol <laughs> and drug use come into play with that because mm -hmm. it's taking away your ability to make that decision or even right. to remember to use something. If yeah. someone has an outbreak of herpes on the mouth, could you get it from making out with someone? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So like if it was dark at a bar kind you. of thing, <laughs> something Absolutely. like that. Oh yeah. Yes. That's yeah. scary. It's not just a pimple. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it can happen. Absolutely. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and talking about prevention, um, the one of the things that, from a pharmacy perspective, um, there's a vaccination for HPV virus, mm -hmm. uh, well HPV. Um, so generally, what people don't really realize is that it. HPV actually can be very dangerous for women because it can cause cervical cancer, but the vaccination needs to be given to both men and women because the men is a carrier of mm -hmm. it a lot of times. Um, as of right now, um, there are a couple of different series. There's a, if you get it young, well, age between 9 and 14, there's two, generally two dose series. You can do three dose, but up to 45, I believe there is a way you can get three dose series. You know, after you speak to your doctor to prevent, mm -hmm. you know, for, to get the to get the vaccination, and it's um, I definitely personally do recommend getting a vaccination, just like any other vaccination that we have, uh, because in the long run, it might save your life in that sense. Gotcha. So yeah, I mean, abstinence obviously the the best option, never the realistic mm -hmm. option. Right. I Most guess. people right. won't follow that. I mean, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't be here talking about yeah. it. Yeah. Sure. Possible, no. So. Totally. Totally. So what about, I mean, we have to talk about this now, but if you are contracted, I mean, there's, it's a hotly debated topic, I would say, because it's just really a moral gray area. If you contract one, are you obligated? There's actually a great Netflix show. I don't know if you guys have seen it. It used to be called, oh, No, but I've of heard of, of people suing somebody else because they, they didn't, didn't tell them. that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh my God, what was the name of the show? I can't think of it. It's hilarious. It's British, so it's 10 times funnier <laughs> than it should be. But like, literally, it's, it's a... They had changed the name of the episode. It was Scrotal Recall, and they had to like basically the concept was this person had to tell all his partners, you know, hey, I had have, uh, chlamydia. Yeah. I forget it was been exposed. Right, 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 right. Then they decided that was a terrible name, and they changed <laughs> it to Love Something, and it like blew up on wow. Netflix. You guys should watch it. It's hilarious. Wow. Um, very funny show. So how did he tell them? He like literally called every single one of them and met <laughs> up with them, and then that's the whole plot of the wow. show is around wow. all these episodes. Everybody. But he's really in love with this other girl, uh -huh. and blah blah blah. But he literally called every single girl 
and was like, hey, like this is the D, and like you kind of flash back and mm -hmm. show the whole thing. Anyway, neither here it, nor there. Wow. But if, if you're you not, need inspiration, sounds like <laughs> a great go. way to yeah. handle the situation. But apparently, <laughs> so I've heard, if you are not comfortable with those conversations, there are private messaging services, uh -huh. apparently, mm -hmm. now. Yeah, uh, I, <laughs> it's funny because I saw a meme about it and I was like, this cannot be real. And then when we were talking about doing this, I said, I need to find what this is. It's actually a website. I thought it was going to be an app, but it's actually okay. a website. Um, tellyourpartner.org. You can also find clinics through the website too. So if you um, need to go somewhere for treatments or you're, you know, you're at college, you need to find one that's closer to college, but you came home and your primary doctor told you that you have something going on. So you can send a message through them. You can either have the message written up by them or you can write up your own message. Right. And then you just select what um, it would be. So whether it's herpes or chlamydia or something, yes. and you put in their cell phone <laughs> and it's sent anonymously and it lets them know this has been anonymous, anonymously sent to you. Right. So, yeah. The reason I'm being so unusual about it or making faces <laughs> about it if you're watching is because literally before we were doing this, I was just looked at my phone and I got this text message. Hey, this is an anonymous message letting you know that you have chlamydia. <laughs> Basically, you may. I'm you paraphrasing. May. <laughs> And I was just looking at this, I'm like... <laughs> and Shop. then I see, you know, Danielle in the corner typing away over here and eventually put two <laughs> and two to together. I wanted to test it out and see how quick it worked. Right. It was you immediate. Know, it's immediate. It is <laughs> immediate. Quick. So, you know, just if you're going to test it out, maybe uh, test yeah. it on yourself and just see how it works. If you're not feeling comfortable or trusting right away of how the message comes sure. through, but they... They're saying it's anonymous, and you can. Right. And the the good thing about you, you did say, why wouldn't somebody just have a conversation? And you know what? Sometimes it's that one night stand, maybe, sure. and you're never going to see them again, and you just send them this message because you exchange phone numbers. I don't know, but clearly somebody's using it. The website's up and running. Right. Well, right, right, like right. you said too, it's better to say something than mm -hmm. nothing. So even if you, you know, the in-person conversation, phone conversation, too awkward, yeah. at least that person knows. Yeah and they can go and get tested. And this is something like, even during a physical, I just usually ask my doctor when they're doing a blood test, hey, can you do an STD panel, check for HIV, that kind of stuff too. Yeah. It's just a safe practice, yes. I think. Yes. And I get questions. Yeah. When they fill a prescription for antiviral, or there is a specific dose when it comes to antibacteria that I know that's what it's for, uh -huh. they do ask. Do I, should I tell someone uh -huh. about it? Uh -huh. Very vague, yeah, yeah. but we all get the idea. Yeah. And Generally, the answer is always yes. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. you definitely need to. If that's why you're getting it, you mm -hmm. definitely have to share it. Mm -hmm. So that number one doesn't spread. Number two, you know, you want to keep your you know relationship sure pretty yeah know, clear. And also, too, yes. I mean, if the person is someone who's very promiscuous, the likelihood of them giving it to somebody else is uh, yeah. Yep. Maybe nobody else has told them about it, mm -hmm. so sure. you could be kind of stopping this chain of disaster. Hopefully, because hopefully that person will listen. And, sure. You know? No, it makes sense. You, just, you never know. And whenever you have sex with one person, you're unfortunately having sex with everybody they've ever had sex with if they've had Oof. chlamydia. Wow. Thank yes. you or for that to thought put in it. my head. Putting perspective for you. Yeah. And it's the truth. So in MetLife Stadium. <laughs> so basically, if you have sexual interactions with one person in MetLife Stadium and they've had sexual interactions with everybody in MetLife Stadium, you've essentially had sex with, had sex with all of them. That's right. Right. Wow. Yeah. It's like six degrees of separation, or <laughs> sex degrees of separation. Wow. It's a scary concept, but no, honestly, concept. if you think that every day, you probably won't make that mistake if you're drinking or doing drugs. Sure, where, sure. You know? Cool. And, we, and the other scary thing somebody once told me, which I had never thought about prior, and I was in college at the time, was when you brush your teeth, 
floss your teeth and your your gums are bleeding, those are open wounds for something to go yes. into. So no, wow, that's I didn't even think about that. Scary stuff. Yeah, yep. for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, so abstinence sounds really good right now. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it sounds great. It sounds great. Is there anything else you guys want to add or any other STDs you want to accuse me of having via <laughs> private messenger or... <laughs> um, <laughs> you're going to get one randomly. Don't I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't don't joke about this. Don't make this into a prank on yeah, April Fool's Day. Oh, wow. That would be... Now I'm giving things. people ideas. Yeah. Um, no, I just think be careful. Really think it through. Um, be smart and be open to conversation because it is a nerve-wracking thing if you do first find out about something or if you're afraid to go find out about something. But... It may not affect you right then and there if it's bacterial, but in the future it could affect you. And then viral, of course, we know it can affect you. It will affect you, essentially, if you don't take care of it, if you don't yes. address it. So sure. um, a lot of things to take in on the, a conversation like this. No, and there's sense. jokes about it, too, all the time. We always hear jokes. Yeah, about it. I mean, we're but laughing now. In the end, even, you know? when you really think about it, it's a scary thing. It is. It Especially is. when the numbers, you can see all the statistics, statistics yeah. of the number of people in the country who have it. I mean, the likelihood of somebody not having it, I, that's what I think. Yeah, I'm like, right, right, to right, find right. somebody who doesn't have this or yeah. have had it in the past with a bacterial is sure. probably limited. Sure. No, it makes sense. Cool. Yeah, I, you know, but overall at the end, at the same time, you know, it's really scary, but there are ways to treat it. Mm -hmm. You know, we can, you know, there are definitely, the science now is a lot better than 10, 15 years ago right. where people were just dying as soon as they get the, right. you know, the virus. But now there are ways to treat it. People and weren't, themselves. Yeah, and yeah. people weren't, yeah. were afraid to even shake somebody else's hand. When right. HIV right. first came no, 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 out, no, it was, yeah, it they was. couldn't figure out where it was, how it was happening and, and all of that. So, I mean, there's so much more knowledge that if you are given a result too like ask questions when you're Absolutely. getting the medication go online and go to reputable websites that have the information go to a clinic right. like, actually find the facts because that's how you're going to prevent it that's how you're going to treat yourself that's how you will not spread it so sure no great advice great advice and yeah that's always been the goal of our show just to spread yeah. awareness increase transparency between you know patients pharmacists providers everyone you know what i mean so cool well thank you for joining us that was awesome Besides the prank you played on me, everything else was awesome. You should probably see someone. Yeah, maybe I will. <laughs> um, as always, for more information about us and what we do, you can check us out at hbpharmacy.com and gaspersbest.com. And for Danielle and her nonprofit, libbyschoice.org, uh, right? is the website. Is and the then website. social media is at libbyschoice.org. And that's L-I-B-B-Y-S choice.org. No dot on the social media. On the social media, right, right, right. Okay, cool, cool. And definitely check that out. It's a really great cause. And other than that, thank you guys. And we'll see you on the next one. See you later. Thank you. On the next episode of Behind the Counter, do you have any thoughts on latex or other materials while we're here? And I'm mentioning latex. There are definitely different types of condoms. Um, latex is the most common one, obviously. But those people who are very allergic to latex, there are non-latex ones. And there is also lambskin ones that are more natural. That's going back in the day. But just briefly to differentiate, um, still out of those three, latex seems to be